This episode is brought to you by BTR Nation. BTR is a female founded brand that is on a mission to end mindless snacking with their protein bars with a purpose. Snacks get a bad reputation, high in sugar, ingredients you can't pronounce, ultra processed. But what if you had a snack that checked all the right boxes, a snack with a purpose? Because when we snack mindfully, when we honor our bodies, our hunger, our snackiness, we transform our mindset. BTR bars and chocolate truffle cups are made with no gluten, no dairy, no soy, no added sugar, no corn or rice syrups, no GMOs, no natural flavors, no sugar alcohols, no stevia, no inflammatory ingredients, and no gums or fillers. The cleanest label in the category. They only use ingredients that you can pronounce and adaptogenic superfoods like reishi, lion's mane, and cordyceps. They also taste delicious. I always have the peanut butter chocolate chip bliss bars in my cabinet, and Erica doesn't go a day without having the dark chocolate truffle cups. Besides the many delicious snacks to choose from, we love the story of BTR. Founder and owner Ashley Marie found inspiration in an unlikely place at an unlikely time, at the hospital cafeteria. When both of her parents were diagnosed with cancer, her life turned upside down as she became their caretaker, and her own nutrition began to suffer. Ashley was devouring protein bars when she could, as many of us do, to fit in a meal or a snack. Most of the bars she quickly discovered were filled with sugar. After her parents passed away, she founded a bar brand based on their family mantra, be bold, tenacious, and resilient. If you want to try BTR bars and truffle cups, you can save 20% on your order with code COURAGEOUSWELLNESS all one word at btrnation.com. You can also find this link in our show notes and link tree on Instagram. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Ali experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. We have a great conversation today with Marguerite Adzik. She's the founder and CEO of Addison Bay, the clothing line. But before we get into that conversation, we're going to do our normal weekly updates, talk what, you know, what we're enjoying, our own little wellness um, trends, I guess you could say. And um, one of the things that I'm really enjoying, and I have been for so long, but is um, my love of BTR bars. Um, 
Erica knows that like since we've had Ashley, who's the founder on the show, gosh, at least it has to be close to two years ago now. It's been a long time. Um, I've been like personally a fan of BTR and, you know, clients, people come to me, friends a lot of the time asking about protein bars because as we know, they can be super convenient, but a lot of them are just sort of glorified candy bars. Let's be real. And if you look you know, there's hundreds of options, but it's overwhelming. And like all the ingredients are very, there's a lot of variety in ingredients out there. And, um, a lot of them have, are just like packed with sugar too. So when we discovered BTR bar and especially the story behind it, I personally fell in love. I think they're delicious. Um, and they're not a meal replacement. They're like a true snack, you know, if you just need a little something, but we're so kind of crazy about blood sugar balance over here and all the benefits of it that we loved discovering a bar that tastes good, but also kind of has the components of blood sugar balance that you need for blood sugar balance, protein, fat, and fiber, um, with no added sugar. It has, uh, I think they sweeten it with monk fruit. Um, so again, not going to spike your blood sugar and not going to spike your glucose levels. Anyway, I just did a big order for myself and I'm so happy to have them back for a while. My favorite flavor was sold out. So I would like constantly check back. So I just, um, I just got a bunch for myself and I, I do have some upcoming travel that I always bring them with me. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my update. I'm just like a huge fan and it's such a common question, right? Like we always yeah. get like, what's the best protein bar out there? What's the best protein bar? Yeah, this. I'm a, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a huge fan too. And I mean the chocolate peanut butter, the peanut butter, that's uh, mine. the peanut butter chocolate is my it favorite. It tastes kind of like cookie dough, even though it's like the chocolate peanut butter. Yeah. To me, it has like that cookie dough kind of vibe, but all of the flavors are really delicious. And they also have, which I love the truffle cups. They're like little chocolate cr- truffles. And my favorite is the cherry chocolate one. And I'm not even a big cherry person, but it doesn't taste to me. It doesn't taste cherry. It just makes like the cherry must just bring out more of that like rich chocolate Chocolate. truffle flavor. Oh my God. They're so good. And they're in little heart shapes and I love them so much. And so same, I have a big trip coming up in October and I am going to be ordering a box of BT bars to, uh, to have as a snack. And, and again, I just love that there's adaptogens and it's so good. And, and actually we do now have a code for our audience if they want to order and try BTR bar. And I'll also link in our show notes, um, the code, the link, but also Ashley's episode, because like you said, her story with her family and her parents, um, it's, it's why she started the company, you know, when her parents were sick and she was in and out of hospitals. And that's when she herself realized that she needed a better snack <laughs> and a better yeah. bar, literally. Um, but yes, Ali, do you have the code and the discount? I believe it's Courageous Wellness. So um, I, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to confirm it by the end of the <laughs> by the end of this intro and I'll go a uh, while well, she'll she'll with this well she'll keep going but I'll share my update while I do that but that actually leads me into my update as well because actually when this episode comes out it will be my birthday week my 35th birthday week and actually Marguerite and I are both September babies she just turned 35 earlier in the month her and I 
after recording had a whole astrology conversation as as I do often. Um, I read like her entire birth chart. Um, but she's a September Virgo. I'm a Libra. So Libra season is about to begin. The first day of fall is about to begin. And I will be turning 35, which is so exciting. Um, I'm really looking forward to my birthday and celebrating with my friends and family. But it actually leads me into kind of, I feel like turning 35 also makes you look again, like even deeper at your health and wellness. And so I've also been doing a restock on some of my Saqqara favorites. And I think it's just this time of year, but the cherry chocolate, uh, truffle cups that I love my favorite smoothie right now. And I know we talk all the time about Saqqara's metabolism super powder, but the metabolism super powder is this rich chocolatey delicious. It's, it's, it's this amazing uh, super powder that you can put in coffees or smoothies, but it really helps to curb sugar cravings. It helps with blood sugar balance. It's really just great for your gut. And so I have been, again, my favorite smoothie right now is um, almond milk, <laughs> Saqqara's metabolism, super powder, protein powder, and um, cherries, like frozen mm. cherries. And I love it's just that. the most delicious like it tastes like dessert yes. and it's blood sugar balancing and it's high protein and, um, oh, and almond butter. So I get that like protein, healthy fats, um, fiber, chia seeds. It's just so good. And the cherries with the metabolism super powder, it, it again, it, I'm not a cherry person. And here I am talking about cherries all up all intro, but it really just brings out the richness of the chocolate. And so that's, that's my favorite. And so we it. also have a code for Saqqara. If you want to try Saqqara, you can yes. save 20% on meal delivery service or in their online store with XO courageous. And I do their meal deliveries as well. Like every, I feel like quarterly, um, mm -hmm. it's a great reset for me. It's so plant forward, plant rich, and I just love it. So that's my update this week. That's awesome. And just to confirm for everybody, yes, the code for BTR bars is, um, or BTR nation, I should say, cause it's the truffles too, is courageous wellness. So if you would yes. like a 15% discount off your order, you can use that. And as Erica said, you can find the link to it in our link tree on Instagram or in our show notes. Yes. Um, yeah. And before we get to the episode, I also want to share, you know, um, as it is my birthday week, I will be treating myself to spa services as I always do. It's like my favorite way to celebrate my birthday. And my favorite place in LA to get a massage is at the Milk and Honey Boutique. So I just want to remind everyone that this episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. And Milk and Honey is a female-founded, female-funded um, line of hyper-clean products. And the Milk and Honey online boutique also carries you know, incredible brands like Osea Malibu, Moon Juice, Super Goop, Kula Sun Care, Virtue, just it's an amazing online boutique. And Milk and Honey has spa locations uh, throughout the country in Los Angeles, Texas, and in Chicago. And you can save 20% online at the store on all of those products or at their spas with code CW podcast. So check that out. And with that, let's get to today's episode with Marguerite. Let's so do today on the podcast, we sit down with Marguerite Adzik, founder and CEO of Addison Bay, a line of elevated athleisure. Marguerite started Addison Bay five years ago after seeing a need for more 
fashionable yet functional active wear that could go from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Starting as a predominantly third-party retailer, Addison Bay's clothing label outperformed other brands on the site and grew to 99% of their sales within two years. Their lifestyle designs and leggings with their signature AB stripes on one leg have become a huge activewear trend with a cult following. Today, Marguerite discusses launching a business while prioritizing her family and motherhood. She's a mother to three, talks work-life balance, her evolving self-care and fitness routine, and working with her husband. It's a really wonderful conversation, and Marguerite has such a grounded approach to her life and entrepreneurship. We know you will love this episode, so please enjoy. Hi guys, before we get to today's episode, we want to share how excited we are to offer our community 20% off their first order at Sakara with code XO Courageous. We have been big fans of the company for years and the Sakara Life organic meal delivery program is based on a whole food plant-rich diet that includes fresh, nutrient-dense and delicious ingredients. It's perfect for those weeks you need a refresh or don't have time to meal prep. They also have a clean boutique, which offers delicious food forward bars, snacks, beauty water drops, and my personal favorite metabolism super powder, which works to fire up your metabolism, stabilize blood sugar, eliminate bloat and decrease puffiness. The naturally rich low sugar, dark chocolate flavor is perfect for smoothies or simply mixed with coffee and nut milk. I also regularly use the Sakar cookbook full of plant-rich recipes, which you can purchase on their website. Click the link in our show notes to visit sakara.com and use code XO courageous for 20% off your first order. We know you will love it as much as we do now onto the episode. Thank you, Marguerite, for joining us today. We are looking forward to having this conversation with you and, um, just to get us started, can you share with our listeners a little bit about who you are and your background and sort of how that's led you into the the space that you're in now and, and the space that you're working in now? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I am so thrilled. This is going to be a fun conversation. Um, I am Marguerite Adzik. I'm the founder and CEO of Addison Bay. I started the company almost five years ago. We have our five-year birthday next week, and that is making me feel all the feels because it just reminds me of the amazing journey that we've been on building this thing. Um, Prior to building the company, I was a college athlete. I played lacrosse at the University of Virginia. So having, I have a very active background, active wear is not completely, you know, random for me. And after graduating from the University of Virginia, I went on and worked in fashion. I worked at Lily Pulitzer's headquarters for seven years, first job out of college, stayed at that company for seven years because I absolutely loved it. I loved learning the business. I love learning the structure of a company, how to structure all of the different Uh, departments, verticals, pillars of the company was a very, very cool experience. Um, And I still am very good friends with a lot of people at Lilly. And um, towards the end, I got the entrepreneurial itch as a lot of entrepreneurs do. I was kind of swirling around with the idea of uh, Addison Bay. It was called Project X at the time. And um, at the time, I was also going through some fertility, trying to get pregnant with my first child. So I didn't have the bandwidth to start the business quite then, just, you know, knowing what was important in my life. Got pregnant with my daughter. I think I hit the like 
14, 15, 16 week mark. I was like, okay, great. This is a perfect time to write a business plan and pitch the idea to, you know, a small friends and family group of investors. And I think looking back, I'm like, naivete was my best friend because being that 29 year old girl that was excited for to be a mom and excited for the future of building a company at the same exact time really does seem crazy. And it was, and I just did it because it felt right. And, you know, I tried, I had to get pregnant first. That was very important to me personally and building my family was so far first. And then once I more or less checked that box, I was like, all right, let's do this. Joven had first resigned from Lily when I was six months pregnant and I was off to the races. So that was 2018 and had my daughter real quick. And then I launched the business transactionally September of 2018 the foundation of the company was really to combine fashion and fitness. So I was living in Center City, Philly at the time. I was walking around on the streets and I was seeing women in activewear 24-7, restaurants, running errands all over the place, and they weren't coming from or going to the gym. So I knew that there was something here happening in this activewear space, and I knew that she was looking for more fashion-forward options. So me, as a consumer, I was walking around the streets. I would go, honestly, my soul cycle class in the morning, dripping sweat, go home and shower, and I would... I would change right back into activewear. And I was like, there is something here. I want more fashion board options, huge, like Goliath players in the space. I saw a couple other players in the space in terms of curating fashion forward options and felt like I could do it different and felt like I could do it better. And so I, that was kind of like the hole in the market that I was trying to fill, you know, combining both worlds of fashion and function. Fast forward five years later, I'm a mom of three. I'm at the office every single day, um, 830 to five. I always say women are the best multitaskers in the world. We have a lot of balls in the air that we're juggling and we really need to combine comfort with fashion. Like we need to be functional. I need to be, you know, getting on the floor with my kids in the morning at work and then, you know, back playing with the kids, bath, bed, all the things. But I care how I look. I want to look good. I want to look elevated. I want to look polished. And those are the two principles of the company kind of, you know, from the foundation. And that has not changed for five years. We create fashion forward activewear that can be worn from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., truly dressing the modern woman for her everyday life. And that is still the, the mission of the company. And I'm so proud of what we built. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Your journey is really cool. And wow, to go from now you're a mom of three. And I know you work with your husband and we are excited to get into all of that but I just want to say I mean your 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 clothes are just so they are really fashion forward they're so cute I love how too on your website you have like even in the dresses section you have active and a little less active right because someone like myself too I I live in athleisure and I'm always sad when I have to like wear quote real clothes because it's just so comfortable and you can do so much right from you can live life in them. And so to have these options when you do have elevated um, options that are active or a little less active, but are comfortable and cute, it really does take you like you're saying from 7am to 7pm and that's so great. Um, so I'm so curious too, what was that transition like for you to go from, I have this great idea and now it's like we're off to the races, but I'm also now working with my husband. I'm now a new mother. How were you able to, like you said, women are really great multitaskers, but how were you able to really balance everything in the beginning? Because I'm sure it was such a big change. 
Right. I mean, my life dramatically changed from working in a corporate world to being an entrepreneur from not having kids and then having my first child. So a lot of change at once. And again, that just kind of made sense for me. I know it sounds crazy. People are like, this this girl's nuts. But it made sense for my timeline. It made sense for me personally and professionally. I had this idea for a while, so I had to go for it. And how did I handle it? I'm sure some days better than others. I think I'm still navigating the balance. It's very, very difficult. And I love my company, but my kids come so far first. So my family is just absolutely everything to me. Um, But I love this business so, so much. So it's a hard balance. I always say like some days I feel like I'm absolutely crushing it. I'm on top, on the top of my game of both, you know, being a mom and a CEO. And I'm like, I'm going to be on the cover of Forbes. Like I am like, I just absolutely crushed today. And then the next day I'm like, I am the worst mom. I'm the worst CEO, just like super down on myself. So I think it's hard. The balance is hard. I think what I try to do is just time blocking at its finest, like from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. I am like full on mom mode. Like I am doing the lunches and the sunscreen and the getting ready for school or whatever they have for their day and getting them up and, you know, on the move, getting myself ready. Um, and then from eight to about 5:45, I get home. I am like all Addison Bay, like all biz, like very much present with my team and really focused at the office. So I remove myself from the house. I'm truly focused on the business and the company. And then when I get home at 5:45, like the phone goes down and I'm on the floor playing with my kids, having dinner with them, doing the nightly routines, you know, playing outside, bath, dinner, bed, all the things. Um, and I feel like a present mother there. So I'm trying to fill both cups of my personal and professional life. I really can't do both at the same time. I found that when I do, I just half-ass both and I don't do either well. So I found just being like super present in the morning with my family, present during the day with my team, present at night with my family is is the best divide. And I think maybe the things that fall by the wayside are some, you know, taking care of myself a little bit, like having those girls nights or longer workouts or things like that. And yeah, that's fallen like lower on the list these days, but phase of life. And, you know, that's my thirties. Like that's part of my life and part of building this business and raising kids and doing all the things. Yeah. I mean, that's actually really good, I think, perspective to have, because I'm sure so many of our listeners, whether they're a CEO of a company or not, you know, even if just, if you're a parent or, um, even if you're not a parent, but are just juggling multiple responsibilities in your life, I feel like that's just sort of the world we live in and modern adulthood in many ways. And, um, the idea of time blocking and also so that you can really give yourself full permission to be in the present while you're there. Um, because so many times I think we're so, uh, you know, called in different directions, like you said, and, and, when you're trying to service all of those at the same time, nothing really gets, <laughs> nothing really gets serviced. Um, and so to give yourself permission to just be fully present, like right now I'm all Addison Bay. And then when I get home, like I'm going to set that boundary and turn the phone off or put it down and be mom for right now fully. And, um, I think that's like a good thing. Just, I, I was reflecting even on my own life, like how well I do that sometimes. And, um, it's, it's a hard thing to do, especially with all the, I think, distraction, like even just like on our phones, how much is constantly at us. But, but I'm sure, um, in a way also more fulfilling for you, not only does it serve the business or serve your family more completely, but I would imagine, and you could speak to this, that 
it's probably more satisfying knowing that for that period of time, I was able to show up and be 100% present. Totally. And I think my kids notice like when I, when they're in the bath and I like am on the stool next to it and I have the phone, like I could do a couple emails then. Like I, I transparently could. Like I'm just yeah. sitting there. We're like, we're chatting a little bit. I'm, I'm a great multitasker. I could probably have a conversation and do it. Um, but I think they notice. And like they want me to be present. And they know I am at work during the day. And they are like all good with that, that I don't get to pick them up from school. And there are things like that. They're like, mommy's at work. And she gets, they get that. But when I'm home, they know I'm home. Like yeah. they know that I am very present with them. And again, like I give up a lot of personal things. Uh, again, like the longer workouts that I used to do and the girls nights and mostly like the social stuff, I put lower on the list because family and my company have come so far first. And I really, they fill my cup. Like I feel really, really good when I do a good job in both of those worlds. So it's still hard. The balance is very real. I don't have like, I haven't crack the code. There's no, no formula for me, but I think I found personally for me, like when I'm fully present and engaged in one of the spaces, rather than trying to do both at the same time, that's been the best outcome. And it's hard. It really is difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good to, I think also speak to because when, you know, I think people can relate to that when it's like, yeah, it does. It's not without, um, it's not without struggle or it's not without difficulty. Um, So I'm curious, I think like talking about your life and the way you approach it actually is a good segue into your brand and into the clothes too, because as Erica was just saying too, like, yes, and you are giving the example of people walking on the street and you see them and you changing from, you know, athletic wear to getting clean and then change like into more athletic wear, um, that there is definitely, and I think even more so post COVID world, like comfort is everything. And I think it, it allows us to sort of do what you're talking about, which is show up in a way where, um, maybe there's more ease in the, in the getting dressed process there's, but you can still feel confident and good about the way you show up. If there's a, an element of fashion to that, like there's this, I was even like laughing. I have this one athletic, it's like, athleisure it's a romper and it's just a little zip up shorts romper and it's literally like workout material but it looks so good and I get compliments on it all the time but it's probably the most comfortable thing I own and so now that you know you have this brand that sort of embraces that concept um and I feel like we're in this whole new world of of comfortable like movable clothes that we can show up as our best in. So can you talk to us a little bit about Addison Bay, a little bit about what you guys um, offer, maybe the fashion and creative behind it too? I would just love to learn a little bit more about the brand. Yes, definitely. The product's the most fun part. So I can talk about that until I'm blue in the face. Um, So we just simply put Addison Bay is elevated activewear. So it's pieces that you can wear from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. to take you through all parts of your day. I always use myself as an example of being a busy mom on the go, but we like to say Addison Bay is for women who have children who don't, who work, who don't, who live in the suburbs, who live in the city. Like truly for every single woman, because women are the absolute best multitaskers and all women need to be functional and comfortable, but they want to look polished. They care how they look. And those are, again, the foundational principles that we started with five years ago. 
And now fast forward, really kind of, I believe, found our niche in terms of our design aesthetic. Stripes are definitely our thing. Our classic stripe is our thing. Navy is kind of like our base color for everything. So you'll find a lot of navy. And um, the girls that we're going after in terms of marketing, we, yes, do we have high performance things that you can wear in the front row of your, your cycling class? Yes. But we're really marketing more to the girl on the go. Like she's the girl on the go. She needs to be functional. She needs to be comfortable, but she wants to look good. And that's where you're going to find a little less active. Like we rolled out lifestyle in the past year and it was 40% of our business this summer. I can't, you know, deny those facts for my consumer. She's asking us for more than just activewear. So I think our elevated activewear pieces can be worn active. They can be worn for all parts of your day, for errands, all of the above. Um, and then we have a little less active, which are more rolling into the lifestyle um, piece. The, I would say kind of like our gut check, our North Star is like, can you wear this from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m.? Is it not fussy? Does it feel good? Does it feel elevated? Do you feel polished? But are you still comfortable? Like you're going to hear me say a lot of those words because we say them 1000 times a day in this office. If anything is fussy, it gets thrown to the side. We are just not a fussy brand. And um, we have like no words and yes words on the wall. And so those are like our North Star gut check words. And that's really how we've kind of navigated what falls in the Addison Bay space and what doesn't. Um, so in terms of design aesthetically, I have an awesome, awesome design team. It started with me and my first employee. We had no idea what we were doing. We just knew what we liked and we knew what the consumer was looking for. And now I have such a smart team, um, production, product development designers that are really, um, looking into not only who the Addison Bay consumer is, but where she's wearing it. And that is important. Like we are always thinking about her, the consumer and the end use. And she, we're just so focused on her. Like we really just want to make her happy and make her life easier. And that's how we come up with the elevated activewear pieces that we do. We want to take a quick break from this episode to tell you about today's sponsor, Odyssey Mushroom Elixir. This month is National Mushroom Month, and we are celebrating the incredible power of functional mushrooms with Odyssey Sparkling Mushroom Elixir. Odyssey contains 2,750 milligrams of lion's mane and cordyceps mushrooms that have been shown to increase brain function, mood, memory, and boost energy. With Odyssey Mushroom Elixir, there's no need to settle for a drink that's full of chemicals and empty calories. The flavors are delicious. There are caffeinated and uncaffeinated options, and I love to use it as a mocktail at parties, as an afternoon pick-me-up, and while I love all of the flavors, my favorite is the sparkling dragon fruit lemonade. If you want to try Odyssey Mushroom Elixir, you can take 20% off your purchase today with code CWPODCAST at odysseyelixir.com. And all of that information can be found in our show notes or link tree on Instagram. And, and I'm sure too, as, as such a busy, active mom and wife, I imagine too, it evolves as your needs have changed right from, you know, the last five years as a 29 year old who was just pregnant with her first child to now you can see kind of that evolution you know, I'm sure even in my own style has really evolved in the last five years and I'm sure in five more years. So that's really cool and fun that you get to think of her and I'm sure the people around you too. It's, it's, it's very, I mean, I love, I'm so fascinated with design and I love clothes and I, yeah, I just, I love this world. So it's so interesting to, to learn about. And I'm curious too, because I think 
in every field, there's a lot of noise about what we should be doing, right? Or I'm sure, like, especially since the pandemic, I feel like athleisure and elevated athleisure pieces have really exploded. So I'm sure there's a lot of noise and things you can see or be influenced by. Um, and so how how are you able to kind of keep the blinders on, <laughs> for lack of a better word, and really focus on your own brand and own professional goals in such a big space? That's so funny. I use the word blinders every single day <laughs> because- like social media, for example, there's, it's such a, you compare yourself so much out there. And I always say comparison is the thief of joy. Like I didn't come up with that. So I gave up with that. But I always, when I look at social media, I, sometimes it like brings me down a little bit and I'm like, wait, what? Like I am actually kind of crushing it at work right now. And I'm raising three adorable children that I'm absolutely obsessed with. Like I am the luckiest person on the planet. And how the heck did I just get a little upset from looking at social media. So comparison is a thief of joy. And um, that's where the blinders come in. And I say this to my team a lot because you can't help but talk about other brands and other growth and other things that people are doing out there that are considered cool and cool collaborations. And did you see that billboard? And oh my God, that event that they threw was awesome. And comparison is a thief of joy. And I think I, I say, like, let's just put the blinders on. We focus on ourselves all the time. And, and every time we put the blinders on, we win. Like we just focus on ourselves. We don't have time to think about other people. And I always say this to my team, we're forging our own path through the forest. Like there's no, no one else has written this playbook for us. And we're just like taking their notes and doing it ourselves. Like we are literally cutting down the trees, forging our own path. And like, I will visually say all this stuff, the blinders, the, the forging that happened. They're probably like, oh my gosh, Margie. But I am serious. Like we really are. Like we're writing our own script. And the reason I'm so confident in it is because I have such clear vision for the growth of this company. Like everything is so well thought out. And I, even from the get go, I wrote a business plan when I was five months pregnant with my first child. Like who does that? People are designing nurseries and doing registries. Like I was so focused on this business because I knew that there was something here. And five years later, like I have business planning meetings with my team. Every quarter we check in on the growth. I am doing so many things to help the team keep those blinders on and put their own personal and team goals out there for everyone to know about. So we can kind of cheer each other on and um, just stay focused on ourselves. We put our blinders on for ourselves and around each other. And we're just really focused on what we're doing and kind of not what everyone else is doing. Carved out our own space. I'm going to continue forging down that path, you know, cutting down the trees and, and building that own kind of um, roadway for ourselves because I, I don't, I'm not taking the playbook from anyone else. I'm like so focused on us and, I just, I have such clear, big vision for the company. And I, right now I feel very confident that we can get there, but we have a long way to go. A lot of hard work ahead. Yeah. I mean, that's great. And I think anybody listening who has that sort of like mission or vision behind whatever their um, goals are, and it doesn't have to be, you know, entrepreneurial either, but just, I think that kind of mindset can be applied to anything you feel passionate about. So it's, it's a great reminder that, um, when you stay in your lane with your sort of like your North star, as you were saying, or your kind of, what are the goals at your forefront and not get distracted? It's so easy to get swayed by what everybody else is doing, but it, it doesn't matter. I think that's good. sort of advice, um, for anyone who's striving to, you know, um, follow a passion that they have or create a business or whatever it might be. Um, so with that being said, I know that you your spouse works closely with the company. Is that right? 
Yes, he would be rolling on the floor laughing right now because it's really just come from necessity. Um, but he does have a full-time job. He works in commercial real estate. That is his full-time job. Okay. Um, but he, no, he definitely works at Addison Bay because between like the pillow talk at night that I just, I'm like, oh my gosh, this happened today. And in 2020, truly March of 2020, yeah. out of true necessity, it was, we looked at each other that weekend. We're like, everything's shutting down. This business is 18 months old. I am five months pregnant with my second child. We are getting our butts in the warehouse and we're going to ship every single package by ourselves. And for until I had my son in August, we did everything by ourselves in the office. I taught him how to pack orders that day. And then it was one step further. And then it was one step further. Now snowball a few years later, and he is very involved in all of the finance calls. He is involved in some top level things. And it's so fun. I absolutely love it. Like if you had told me March 13, 14, 15th, when I was in tears that weekend, that, yeah. you know, we'd be working together in 2023. I'd be like, what? Like the business is still going to be alive. Like I was just, oh, we were going under and he was so positive and gung-ho and he really wasn't part of the business at all at that time. And I looked at him, I was like, we're going in the office together every day. Let's go. And like, we did it. And I have to say that was probably one of the scariest, but most fun times I've ever had. Yeah. It was very, very, very fun. I have such fond memories of that time. I'll bet the first two weeks were very scary. But after that, we just, I just have the best, best, absolute best memories of that time. That's really cool. So if anybody, like we come across quite a few people actually, you know, who um, support or are directly like partners within in business or support a spouse's or a partner's business as well. Um and I get it. Like my, my husband has his own business and it's sort of like when you are business owners, you, it becomes sort of like a family. Yes. Uh, it's a family business, you know, yes. whether it's a formal position or not. And so, um, I guess my question for you in that is that if anybody is nervous to venture into that space, do you have any advice for partners either going into business together or one partner supporting another partner's business? Like what are, what are some things that you've learned or observed that you might just want to share from kind of blurring those, you know, the home life and, and the business stuff? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's honestly so fun. We love it. Like we really do. If he could work here full time, um, I think he would. I think personally for our family, the reason that we have chosen to not have him work here full time is we have three kids. If something were to happen to the company, we don't want both of our jobs to be connected to the company. I don't think anything's going to happen. I think I'm going to grow this thing and it's going to be huge. But we just have to be super safe because it's not just us. It's our three beautiful children. So that is our personal decision of why he is not on payroll at the company, um, just to be clear. But I really enjoy working with him. I think it's awesome. I think um, he knows me best. So he and I'm a solo founder. So when I have big decisions to make, he's likely my, my first or second call um, that I am chatting with about those decisions because I don't have another founder that I'm going to to be like, should we invest the cash in this? Should we make this move? Should we move our offices here? I, I go look in the mirror and I make those decisions with myself, you know? So I need a sounding board and he is quite literally that. And that came out of COVID and that was the best thing that happened to this company for us. He, he truly, I think, saved the business uh, back in 2020 and saved us and was just, we wouldn't be, this company would not still be 
uh, moving along if it weren't for him. So I absolutely love it. I think in terms of, again, like financially, we like having two different incomes in our family, but that's just because we're growing our family at such a rapid pace. Maybe if we were in our mid twenties, I would have a very different perspective on it. We just have a lot riding on, um, on our businesses and everything. So that, that's kind of our, our personal thing. And then the way that we make it work, we just communicate over and over and over and over again. We commute to the city every single day together and home every single night. That is our time to like really to shine in terms of communication. Um, Cause I don't have three little rascals in the car asking us questions, putting in song requests. And when I'm at the office, I'm honestly booked every single minute that I'm at the office, to be honest. So I really don't even have time to chit chat. So we kind of jump in the car and those are our 30, 45 minutes on the way to and from to do scheduling, top level stuff, catch each other up on some big conversations. And it, it really has become a great time for us. It's like our version of date night because date night's not happening much these days, again, phase of life. So um, that's kind of our time to communicate and we are good communicators, I have to say. So that's probably why it works. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And it does make so much sense. I mean, it's kind of like what I thought when you were talking about to like having multiple streams of income, even it's like why the president and vice president, right? Like they don't fly on the same plane. Like they have to be on different planes in case something happens or, um, you know, and even, I mean, I grew up in Los Angeles and a lot of people I went, I grew up with and went to school with their families or in the entertainment industry and everybody has multiple things going on, right? It's very rare. It's just one thing. So yeah, it makes complete sense. We want to take a quick break from this episode to tell you a little bit about the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Allie and I are both certified integrative health coaches. Allie has advanced training in hormone health, and I have advanced training in gut health. And we now offer health coaching and corporate coaching through the Courageous Wellness Collective. We continued our education and received certification through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. IIN has taken the lead in the health coaching industry from its inception and provides a comprehensive curriculum that combines nutrition, coaching, and business. We love the program and have had many listeners ask us about continuing their education in nutrition, health coaching, or even just advancing their personal knowledge about food and nutrition. So we are very excited to be able to offer a discount to Courageous Wellness listeners to study at IIN. The program is completely accessible virtually with lectures led by health, wellness, or medical industry experts. To receive up to $2,500 off of your tuition, use one of our names, either Allie French or Erica Stein at the time of enrollment to receive the tuition discount. We have also included a link in the show notes that will take you directly to IIN to learn more about their wonderful programs. Something I think is really um, cool that you've kind of been talking about through the whole conversation that I think is really relatable, I think to women in their 30s in general, and also to young mothers, um, right, is you, you talk about like this phase of life you're in, right, because your focus is your family and your business, it doesn't necessarily leave time for maybe other things that you used to enjoy or would like to enjoy again, maybe in another phase of life, like longer workout classes or girls nights. And so I was just wondering for anybody who's listening to that and like is in that phase of life, but might not be, I don't want to say like at peace with it. That sounds too, too intense, but right. Like maybe it's like, Oh, but like I miss I miss girls night or I really miss my soul cycle or hot yoga class, um, that I used to take 
more religiously. Um, how have you kind of, cause you sound so like grounded and sure of yourself. How have you kind of made these choices or maybe not even these choices, but kind of peace with this phase of your life that you're in? Totally. I think that workout is such a good example. Like I love working out. It makes me, me like it truly does make me like my husband says it makes me like a happier, more normal person. I guess it's endorphins. Who knows? Um, but my workouts are different. I've just like reframed my brain. So I used to do like, I'm not kidding. I think I was doing doubles. I would have to be dripping sweat in order to feel like I had a sufficient workout. Like those were my twenties living in center city, doing all the cool, um, popular fitness classes. And, uh, that changed with having kids and starting the business at the same time. And I think now doing a 20 minute, you know, streaming, you know, all, on my phone, like in our little gym upstairs at our house, I never go to a workout class anymore, ever, ever, ever. Who has time for that in terms of like getting there, doing the class, coming back. So I just do a little 20 minute streaming class. I'm probably barely sweating by the end, but I feel fulfilled. And that's kind of like the new workout for me. And that is a, had been a huge change to be honest. It really has, but, um, I am, I feel really fulfilled at work and I feel really fulfilled at home with my family. And I think, yes, that's fallen a little bit lower on the priority list, but I also feel like I have plenty of time for that. Like I, in my like 50s, 60s, like I will travel so much with my husband. I will like do one zillion things. The list is so long, but right now I like want to be at home spending time with my kids. I don't want to get home from work and go work out. I want to be home with the kids. You know, I don't want to like spend Saturday morning. I used to do like the long workout Saturday morning and then get the coffee and come home. Like I ask my, the weekends are for my kids. I want to go to their soccer game on Saturday morning. Then we can do like a little bagel date and get coffees and then blah, blah. And if I don't get a workout on that day, I I'm okay with it now. I can't even believe I'm saying this because I used to be like a crazy person. I can't describe to you. I work out every single day, nearly double. And um, I really changed my perspective on that, but I've just, I've come to peace with it. Like you said, I really have. I just feel so fulfilled in the other buckets of my life that it's kind of, it's taken priority. The days that I can fit in a workout, I do feel awesome. And I'm so glad that I can do that. A lot of times my husband and I, we take all three kids on a, we go for a run almost every Saturday and Sunday morning. And that's like family time. I get to be with the kids and I get to work out to me. Like I'm probably running at a snail's pace. I can't even imagine what my 25 year old self would say, say to me. But, um, but I, then I'm like getting the best of both worlds. So again, like I just feel fulfilled. And if I can like lay my head on the pillow at the end of the night and feel fulfilled in how I allocated my time for the day, then that will make me feel good. And so I'm just kind of going with what feels good. I know I probably should prioritize myself a little bit more sometimes, but again, phase of life, I can do that in my fifties and sixties and work out and go on vacations and drink all the wine. <laughs> And you know, you make a good point too, though, because I think it's like we, we consider certain things prioritizing ourselves, like, which yes, movement or the, you know, having 20 minutes to yourself, I'm sure is like, in a way, even a bigger deal than doing a double spin uh, cycle class, whatever, like years ago would be because it's a little bit more precious time now, but um, you have a lot of conviction in the things that you're choosing to prioritize. So in a way, like it doesn't sound like, I don't know, like I think in a, it, it's not like, oh, you're sacrificing. It, there's no sense of like martyrdom in that. Like you sound very deeply convicted in like what your priorities are. And I think 
they can look different for anybody. But if people have that level of conviction, in a way, it's like your love and your passion for your kids and your love and your passion for your company. Like it sounds in some ways that it really deeply fulfills things that are important to you right now in this space. So I think that's a good sort of way to look at like, if anybody's listening and feels like, oh, I should be doing this to take care of myself, but I actually feel really aligned with doing this. And that's not what I've been told self-care looks like. Like, that's okay. This idea of following your gut and like you, you've constantly said like check in with yourself and, and feeling like aligned or like emotionally connected or whatever your gut is telling you this, like following that I think is pretty admirable because I think that's the key to like understanding what we need at any given time or phase in our life. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to say that because I think sometimes there's all these expectations about wellness or, you know, self-care or whatever we want to call it that actually just creates more pressure for people to put on themselves <laughs> rather yeah. than just You're like so following right. what they want. Yeah. You're so right. The pressure is real. It's so and un- so unnecessary. I I feel like, yes, I in recent years, I've been like, I need to wake up at 5.30 and work out every single day because I know working out makes me feel good. It really does. Like working out really does make me feel good. So I'm going to set myself up and I'm going to be able to work out. And some days sleeping until 6.30 actually was a better fit for me. And it's just knowing the phase of life that I was in. If I was having a tiring week or if I had just come off of travel or if I was pregnant or, you know, postpartum or whatever it was, like I just needed to know that like what would make me feel better, an extra hour of sleep or working out or, and there's a, you know, a bunch of different times I have to make those decisions throughout the day, but what's going to fill up my cup the most. And I've, I've kind of figured it out again. Like I'm still figuring it out some days. And as I throw more kids in the mix, it's become a little bit more crazy, but I I am feeling really fulfilled in both worlds right now. And I sneak in some fun here and there and that, that works too. So it's all fun. It's all working. Yeah. Um, quick question before, I mean, like, I feel like we can easily chat with you for so long, but I'm curious, um, before we go into our wrap up questions that we ask all of our guests, I'm fascinated. How did you get the name Addison Bay? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Addison Bay. So I was living on Addison street in center city when I came up with the, uh, concept for the company. And after work at late at night, I'd be at the kitchen counter writing the business plan, pregnant with Annie. Um, so Addison Street just felt important to me at the time. I was like, I'm building this baby, this other baby at the same time. Um, and Addison just needed to be a part of it. And then Bay comes from swimming in the Bay in our beach town, Avalon, New Jersey, which kind of invokes that active lifestyle. So um, AB, Addison Bay, it kind of just flowed. And now I can't even imagine anything else. I love it so much. That's very cool. I love it. I'm also curious before we head into our wrap up questions, I just have to know what is your astrological sign? <laughs> what do you think it is? I'm like so interested. I I feel like you're very fiery, like you're very like go go go, but I could also see some like earth in your like conviction as well. So what yeah, what what is your sign? <laughs> it's my birthday next week I'm a Virgo. You're a Virgo earth. That's why I was like, your convictions is very like, um, grounded. That makes sense. Yeah. It Not that I know. Erica oh, knows a lot so more funny. than I. That is so funny. You need to tell me more offline about my, I, oh, I will. I mean, I, oh, it's so funny. Somebody else <laughs> was recently on the podcast. I'm going to see them when I'm in New York in a month or so. And I was like, I'm going to do your whole birth chart. <laughs> Oh my there. I love it. I just, you're doing yes. I, uh, so LA. I just have 
I have so much fun, but it's so interesting because, um, yeah, I just, I'm always so curious, but I can, I can, yeah. Virgo makes so much sense too. So very cool. Anyway, now as we officially start to wrap up, um, the first wrap up questions, we've kind of been talking about a lot during this conversation, but now, um, we're going to ask you directly, but what, what are the ways that you do take care of yourself? What are your self-care non-negotiables in your day-to-day is our first wrap-up question. And you kind of answered it throughout the conversation, but, um, yeah, officially, what are some of your self-care non-negotiables? <laughs> self-care non-negotiables. I, I do sneak in exercise as mentioned, um, when I can, I like wine, like I like a glass of wine at the end of the day. I think that's like so relaxing and nice and a nice, um, like my husband and I look at each other, we're like, ah, we did it. We made it through the day, got the kids to sleep, like just feels like a, a victory. Um, and then I love reality TV. I know it's like, I'm that girl, but like the real housewives, I just kind of love like dumb checkout, like reality TV because life is so serious and like strenuous sometimes. And I like just like zoning out and watching like really silly, dumb arguments that I have nothing to do with. And it's just like, I find it very relaxing. I know it's crazy. I love it. No, it's, I think Erica can probably relate to the, she's, she's our reality TV girl. Um, and then our second question is what does being courageous mean to you? I think being courageous just means doing things the right way or not at all. So I always say this to my kids, like do it the right way, go all in, dive in head first or don't do it at all. So being courageous to me is like doing things the right way. I try to do that in every facet of my life, personally and professionally. But if I commit to something, I do it the right way. And that feels very like strong and brave and courageous to me because it takes effort and time and energy. And that is just like, that's really just being courageous to me. I feel like on a daily basis, that's how I feel. And like kind of like words that I live by every day. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And the final question we ask is, is there a book that has meant something to you in your life or on your journey on any topic that you'd like to recommend to our audience? Yes. I gift the same book to all of my employees that start, but it's Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. I don't know if you've read it, but I've read it four times and let's listen to the audiobook once. And um, it is entrepreneurial. It's about the Nike story. I think Phil Knight is gritty, scrappy, solution oriented. He had a ton of lows, obviously a ton of highs, um, build a family at the same time. He is just so, so outrageously cool and successful. And I think that he talks a lot about the lows in that story. And that is like the roller coaster that is entrepreneur, entrepreneurial life. And, um, I kind of like love talking to other founders about the lows. Like the highs are cool. Like that's what everyone sees on Instagram. I love talking about the lows because I'm like, how did you navigate that? And he does a lot of that. And it's just so helpful to read and know that other people have been through this journey and found success. And we're, we are very in it. We're in year five. Like I am scrappy, gritty, solution oriented. I'm trying to stay positive through it all, but it's very difficult. And it's an awesome book for entrepreneurs, non-entrepreneurs. It's just so interesting. Well, thank you so much. I think that's the first time we've ever had that recommended. So I always love hearing Yay! new books. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad. Yeah. So thank you for that. And if anybody wants to find you, follow you by Addison Bay, check out the fashion. Where can they do that? Yes. Well, definitely go on our website, addisonbay.com. Our Instagram has awesome updates. Um, we're at Addison Bay. 
Um, and we post lots of fun updates. I'm always posting fun updates on my social account, which is Margie Walters Addict. So lots of fun things going on in the AB world. And I'm so excited. This is so fun to chat with you guys. Thank you for joining us. We had a lot of fun. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.